everybody. Welcome back to our podcast, Chic Happens. I'm Rachel and I'm here with Mandy. We are the owners of Cheeky Chic Boutique. We are actually coming up on our three-year anniversary in three days. (laughs) Yes, and our two-year anniversary of the podcast. Yes, so three-year anniversary from having started our online boutique and then two years from having started this podcast. I'm so glad we do this podcast. It really is so much fun. Even though Mandy and I talk to each other all the time, it's fun to like sit here and chat and have you guys weigh in. And I know, and I was thinking the other day that this is so much like a time capsule. It really is. And like the memories, because I was thinking, I was like, I just don't want to forget these moments that I have with my kids. And I can always go back and because we tell stories about our kids all the time. All so the we time. can just go back and listen. And not that I do that right now, because it's only been two years. But yes. like in a few years, I'm going to want to go back. And It'll be nice. I always, I always wanted to do like YouTube vlogging and stuff for that reason. But it's like, I can't imagine like recording video my whole life and everything. My goodness, we can barely make reels. Yeah. So like recording your whole this life. Is, this is ideal. <laughs> you know what I was thinking too the other day, how our parents used to have camcorders and would just like record like all of Christmas or yes. our whole birthday or like our whole that, like that was reality TV before yeah. it even started. Yeah. And they'd have it on their shoulder <laughs> like <laughs> yes. or on like the tripod. Yes. A big bulky <laughs> thing. So funny. Um, we definitely missed you guys last week. It was a very eventful week. We've had so much happen in the last week, but the biggest thing, um, which most of you probably know from following us is my son had to have like an emergency surgery, which is so crazy. Like I said, I feel like most of you know, so I'll tell that story. Um, but we can kind of start with, we went to our husband's uncle's, uh, celebration of life in Houston and it was a great time. Mm -hmm. The place that we stayed at was so cool. Oh, it was like a cabin adventure for the kids yeah like there were two bedrooms two bathrooms so each family had their own separate space and then the living room had a fireplace and then there was a back patio from and it had access from both the bedrooms and you could see like you know just the woods so yes, you could see the like the trees in texas <laughs> yeah but it was um right next to lake conroe so literally right out our front door we could see the lake which was really cool um so jonathan and ryan's cousin caitlin actually lives right there her house was right across the street from the hotel we were staying at and it was um called what was it called marriott um something shores piney piney shores Shores. yes so if you ever need to travel to conroe for some reason highly recommend marriott piney shores because it definitely felt like mandy said cabins not hotel rooms yeah and they also have like um indoor pools and outdoor pools and mini golf yeah yeah they had lots of activities they had an activity center a grill we couldn't check out all that stuff because we weren't there long enough but it was a great time we went over to caitlin's house and the kids got to run around because they have a daughter that is our kids' age. And then they also have a new baby that is Thea's age. And um, it was just a really fun time. And then we had um, their Uncle Bruce's service at like the clubhouse of their neighborhood. And it was just really nice. And it was a great time. Yeah. And uh, at the service, uh, the boys were playing cornhole and you could like look off in the distance and it looked like I feel like you could get married at that clubhouse. I agree. Yeah. It, the backdrop was so pretty. Like I didn't think I was in Houston, Texas. Yeah. Same. Like, definitely did not. And like the whole week leading up to us going out of town, we were like, Zach, we're going to Houston. And he's like, I can't wait to see Houston. I've never been there. Have I ever been there when I was a baby? And he's just like so looking forward to it. And for the kids, it really was just like a little vacation. Mm-hmm. They got to run around this cabin, even if only for a couple hours, so and stay fun. up late with mommy and daddies. And they slept with us in our bed because there wasn't room like elsewhere for them to sleep. So Zach slept between us. Charlie slept with Mandy. And it was, yeah. Jonathan just, slept on the pullout mattress, <laughs> which is not good for it his was like horrible back. It was so bath. lumpy. He pulled out the, ma- the pullout couch in the living room, but it was like the lumpiest thing of all time. But he was like... I'll sleep out here because they've got two kids now. So Mandy's going to have to like tend to Thea and then Charlie needs to sleep in there too. So he's like, I'll take one for the team and sleep out on the couch. (laughs) And I was like, this isn't exactly. He got to spring up his back (laughs) all night. Yeah. So great weekend. So basically what happened is we were, they had a playground at the clubhouse, the neighborhood clubhouse and the kids were running around. Zach fell down a couple times. No big deal just messing around. Well, the next morning, Sunday, 
Ryan and I had um, driven home that night after the service. So we got home Saturday night and then the next morning, Sunday, we're getting up ready for church and Zach is limping around. So I was like, man, he must have pulled his leg at the playground or whatever. And he's like, my leg hurts, my leg hurts. And I was like, well, we're going to church. So <laughs> so suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> um, so anyway, we went to church and he was limping. We were carrying him and stuff like that. And we told the church um, teachers and whatnot. And so they were kind of helping him get around if he needed to. Well, we ended up taking him to urgent care on Monday because it was a school day. And I was like, are we going to school? Or are we going to the doctor? So I bent his leg and he just lost his mind. It hurt so bad. And so I was like, Okay, not going to school yeah. again. We just had finished up with the freeze and had no school that week. And then here we are Monday, can't go to school. So <clears throat> anyway, um, took him to urgent care. They did x-rays and they couldn't see anything. But I guess they said that toddlers can have fractures on their growth plates that are really, really hard to see. And they're actually called toddler fractures. And they just work themselves out. And um, anyway, we were like hopeful that's what it was since nothing showed up on the x-ray. So... We took him home in a full leg splint and they said, you know, just let him keep this on to kind of keep his leg straight and then take it off tomorrow. So we took it off the next day, which was Tuesday, and he was still in so much pain. As long as he wasn't moving his legs, he was fine. So we just let him sit all day and chill and he was just playing with toys you know, at his table or on the couch. And then the next day he still wouldn't walk around. And I was like, okay, we need to like get your leg moving. We're worried about like circulation and your leg's going to hurt worse if it's like stick straight for days. Is that the day he had the fever? So he woke yeah. up. Yes. So he, we were like, we need to get you moving. Well, then I realized he was hot. So I took his temperature and he had a fever and I was like, oh my gosh, like Lord help help us. So I was like, cause he's always sick. He's always in daycare, you know, coughing or fever or whatever. So I was like, oh my gosh, he's also sick. So I was like, let's take him back to urgent care, see what's going on. And we took him to the pediatric urgent care and they were like, you need to go straight to the hospital. We're not going to mess around with him not walking and having a fever. And Ryan and I at that point are like, oh my gosh, like, like he's being dramatic. Yeah. We're like, okay, listen, he gets a hangnail and freaks out. So we're like, mm -hmm. he's not walking probably because he just heard it on the playground. And then the fever, like he must be coming down with something. He always the has something. <laughs> yes. So we're like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Like we ran out the door to get to the appointment. So I even left like a half eaten sandwich on the counter, not knowing any of this is going to transpire. And they make us go to the ER. And um, so anyway, we go. And as soon as we get there, you know, it takes a while, but we get checked in, they take x-rays, they do sonogram, they do blood work. And on his blood work, there were a couple things that were too yeah. high for their liking. Elevated, yeah. Yeah, the inflammation and his white blood cells. So I was like, can that not still be an indication of him just being sick, you know? And they're like, this isn't something we want to mess around with. So we start from the top and work our way down. We treat it as if it's like the worst case scenario. And then we work our way down from there. And I was like, okay, totally understand that, but this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, my dad like ran up to the hospital because I called my mom immediately and I called my dad and my dad lives in town. So he ran up to the hospital, thank God, because I was just like, this is not happening right now. And we have dogs at home. So we're like calling Jonathan and Mandy, like, please, can you let the dogs out? Thank you. You're welcome. For helping with the dogs because we're welcome. literally like falling apart at the seams like i said a half-eaten sandwich is still on the counter <laughs> lucy probably got it <laughs> she probably did um so anyway fast forward to the next day and i'll make this story like short and sweet fast forward to the next day and they say we need to do an mri because that's going to tell us like everything we need to know as you guys probably know, MRIs can see everything. So they said they wanted to sedate Zach because obviously going through an MRI tunnel is would terrifying. Be so scary. Yeah. yeah it's like and, an hour long process. And you're not supposed to move. Yes. Telling a four year old to not move and lay in this tunnel for an hour. Yeah. So yeah. obviously they put him under. And so from a mom's perspective, that already made me just feel nervous. Yeah. It's scary. Cause they have you sign your life away. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, this could cause brain damage. This could cause death, you know, all of the, these things. So I was like, Ryan, can you please take one for the team and go with him to do the prep for his MRI? So they left the uh, hospital room and I gave Zach a kiss and a hug. And you can imagine I just, Oh yeah. Lost it. Was like sick to my stomach yeah. again. Luckily my dad was there cause he was there like all day with us. And, um, 
Anyway, it was funny because he was all loopy from the medicine. So Ryan's mm-hmm. sending us a video. So that made me feel a lot better to see Zach like being silly yeah. <laughs> from the laughing and gas. And not being scared. And not being scared. He was like totally <laughs> just loopy and just funny. Um, so anyway, what the doctor said is, okay, you'll get text updates during the MRI letting you know it's in process, letting you know it's done. And they said if we do find, you know, they, they were expecting it to be like a bone infection because of the limping and the fever. So they were like, if we find something, we're going to go on ahead and operate while he's under so we don't have to put him under again. And so I was like, okay, well, hopefully it won't come to that. You know, well, they said we're going to get updates about the MRI and when it's over, next thing you know, like 30 minutes into it, a nurse comes into our hospital room and says, you need to come downstairs to the surgery waiting room. The doctor needs to talk to you. So that's, that was like Mm -hmm. the ultimate for me. I, my whole life like flashed before my eyes. I didn't know if I was going to see my child again. Like I can't even tell you what was going through my head. And my dad was like, you know, don't expect the worst. Like, let's just see what they have to say. Meanwhile, I'm like having out of body experience. Like I bet what did they find? You know, what if it's like a tumor? I don't know. Right. Like I wish they would have told you something like, Hey, we found an infection. We're going to, I guess she probably can't tell you that like yeah. the doctor does, but well, man. so she said that and then walked out and Ryan, thank God he was like, that's not enough information. He like ran out and he was like, is that okay? And she said, yes. And so I was like, okay, like right. whatever that means, like at least he's okay. Like I didn't know if they were going to tell me like something happened. Right. Right. Um, so anyway, we go down to the waiting room outside of like surgery and we're waiting and waiting. And finally the doctor shows up and he says that he did find an infection in his bone in his knee. So I guess like this is the most strange thing, but I, I want to like alert the media because this is something like not many people have ever heard of. However, in the doctor world, they see this all the time. Zach Surgeon says they see this every single day at Cook Children's. Um, basically, your child or an adult even can just yeah, get my sick. Mom had this, yeah. Yes, can just get sick, have germs, and then by just a case of bad luck, it travels into the bone or the mm-hmm. joint or the joint, yeah. which your mom had the mm-hmm. joint. Um, an infection can travel and and just stay there and then get worse until you have surgery or have it drained or did your mom have let's take a quick break the heart behind the i'm on podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell i know that when i talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well you can find information everywhere on the internet some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com. And when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. She had to have it drained. So she got hers because of a cat scratched her and it got infected and right. it got inside the joint. But hers, she let it go for her so elbow? long. No, it wasn't her elbow. It was her wrist. Her wrist. It That's was her right. wrist. And it um she just the the great thing about children is is with Zach, like he couldn't handle the pain mm-hmm. of it and it, he was like this he didn't is just weird. pass it off as something no and yeah. as whereas adults Where we will can do, do that. that we're like oh we're fine it we probably just slept on it wrong or we tell ourselves a lot of different things and my mom let it go for like a month and a month and a half mm-hmm. and so hers until it was finally like swollen so mm-hmm. he his wasn't even swollen yet which is yeah. so good at least they didn't have to like so yeah, we never saw so much any like visible injury, swelling, bruising, nothing. So I assumed, um, you know, he just fell or whatever and hurt it. Well, him falling actually triggered the infection to kind of shake up a little bit. So it's a good thing he fell down at the playground because otherwise it would have gotten to the point of swelling oh. and all it would have it would have gotten worse. So the infection had been there for however long, like don't know when he was sick, like what caused it, but it had been there and then him falling kind of like tra- it. traumatized it. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good thing he fell down because um, that helped us catch it early. So anyway, oh. we were down there 
waiting on the surgeon. And then he came and told us he sees this all the time that it can happen, blah, blah, blah. And of course, again, signing paperwork, signing everything all the way to, you know, death can occur, which I know is normal, but like, I haven't seen my child in an Mm -hmm. hour and you're telling me he could die. So anyway, it was just really awful. And, uh, but everyone at Cook Children's downtown was like so amazing. I mean, I know it's their job to like, have that extra touch, you know, with children, but they were just beyond like what I expected. Like even with the parents, I, they just made us feel so comfortable. And, um, so we signed away saying, yes, he could have surgery. So it was basically an abscess behind his knee. And then he had some in his bone. So they did have to do an incision and not just drain it out, but also like cut into the bone and however they take the infection out. I know. And then, um, sew it back up. So he had a surgery and then he came out of surgery and we got to see him a couple hours later. And it was like the best feeling ever. He was still kind of loopy, but it was like the best. Didn't he tell you he didn't nap? So I was like, did you go like night night? Did you for like fall two hours? asleep? And he's like, I didn't fall asleep. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it was funny. I said later on, because I had sent Mandy a video of that. Well, later on, I asked him, I said, so you didn't go to sleep? And he said, no. And I said, so you watched the surgery? You watched him cut your leg? And he said, um, uh, no, I was looking at something else. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. You were just looking around while they're cutting your leg. Okay great um it's too much <laughs> so funny he, he makes me laugh but the mood swings coming a coming off of anesthesia and then b i think being cooped up in a hospital i keep wanting to say hotel room that's what we called it, it for I mean, zach it looked like a that's what we called room. it for zach we're like we're at the hotel in the hospital um because he loves hotels so i thought that would yeah. make him feel better um so anyway yes just being cooped up in a in a hospital room his mood swings have just been beyond, especially because life is like turned upside down for him. And he won't, like he was refusing to move his legs. So, I mean, he's just yeah, in like little boy hell. And just immobile because like, like Zach is like the most active child and like for him to not want to move his legs at all. So we were concerned about that because um, he just kept his legs straight for like three days. And so we were like, we're never getting out of here. Um, because obviously if he can't walk or anything, like they're not going to let us leave. So we're like, Zach, we told him, Zach, if you will walk to the bathroom right now, we'll go to Disney world straight from the hospital. <laughs> I'm going to go grab my mini ears. And yes. We're off. We will hop on a plane and go straight to Disney world. And like nothing would get him to move. Come get this ice cream. Like I'll give you M&Ms, cookies, Disney world, like, come on. And he just like, wouldn't do it. But what we, what, we kind of like come to find out is like a lot of it was his mental, like he was so fearful of the pain that he felt when I bent his leg that first day. Like he just refused, but they have physical therapy people and they came by a couple different times and they were so good with him. And like, they, they were just like amazing, like giving him lucky charms that help his muscles, you know, magic. I bet he had a mental block. Have you ever heard of those before? Oh, he did. That's what it was. I had one before and my, it was in cheerleading and my cheerleading coach was like trying to get my mom to go get me hypnotized. And uh-huh. I was like, I didn't know. Like, what were you not doing or doing? I couldn't do backflips anymore. Yeah. I couldn't do back handsprings. I even couldn't the, Even our husbands talk about in golf, you get the yips. Like basically yeah. where like you, it's almost like you totally forget how to swing the club. Like mm-hmm. you just completely forget and your mind is just blank. And like you, your muscle like memory is gone. It's like it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's so so like I was like, is that, are we going to have to take him to physical therapy to like help him learn how to walk again? There were so many things going through my mind and it was just so traumatic but like I was saying the staff and the place cook children's was just beyond my wildest the dreams therapy dogs they the had play the room we got like to go to the, yeah see the therapy dog and they have playrooms on every single floor and it was just like child heaven like Zach even said like I love it here you know like why would I want to walk <laughs> yeah, I can I, live here you know yeah. and I'm like okay well you can pay the bill then yeah. <laughs> um so yeah aside from like how scary and traumatic this was um it's I mean it's we were able to come home on Sunday so we were we were admitted on Wednesday night and came home on Sunday Super Bowl Sunday oh I bet that felt like the longest time ever it did and like the sleep was obviously awful like the you know everything's hard as a rock I slept with Zach most of the time in the bed and he's like sweating profusely and it's just so uncomfortable and it was awful but it's like that didn't even like 
bother me. I was just worried about like, I want to make sure the infection is gone. Like don't, cause Ryan's like going stir crazy. He's so social. He's like, get me out of here, you know? And I'm like, I'd rather just stay here as long. Like I want to know. As long as they want him here. So we know that it's gone. Like I want to know it's gone. Like, yes, I want to go home too, of course. But I was like, I just. Nothing's worse than leaving and then having to go back. Yeah. And I'm like, like, to the doctors like can you tell me for sure you got all the infection out and obviously you know they were running blood tests and doing all these things and all the levels are going back to normal and he finally started walking and he was doing great it was like pure hell leading up to this but it's like finally like all these things started to happen and it was just getting better and better and yeah it was just a like as shitty as it was it, overall it was like a, a great experience that we had in the shittiest of times yes you know yeah. Yeah, it was oh. awesome. Um, just because like, I keep talking about the hospital, but it's like they had this huge food court and like everything's open until like 3am. You know, you just yes. yeah. Ryan was like, if we're not if we weren't here for like injuries, like the, we <laughs> this is like our family vacation, you know, like in a hotel room I would die if they had like a pool oh my gosh I wouldn't be surprised but of course yeah. like being a children's hospital there's like playgrounds outside and just all kinds of stuff and like it looks like a castle and like everything's so pretty and so Zach's like I want to go in the castle so we're like riding the elevator up and down up and down going around all these floors you know it's like probably like places we're not supposed to go <laughs> that are like you know so staff only and we're like <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny because we're like whatever he says we're just gonna do it you know and like I said his emotions were just all over the place I couldn't keep up like one second he's so sweet and happy and the next second he is just pissed Ugh. and because that's from the anesthesia too right yeah I think it's all of the above because yeah. somebody did warn us on Facebook they were like just so you know when he comes off of anesthesia there's a really good chance that he's gonna be like super emotional and he was like it was beyond anything I wonder if that's just for children because whenever I come out of anesthesia it's like the best yeah you're like on top of the world I know if my doctor tells me they're putting me under for something I'm like yeah but we love rest you know yeah. whereas kids like want to get yeah. up and run around so like and I told him, I'm like, this is your choice. Like, mm-hmm. you can get up if you want to get up. And I'm not kidding. Like, trying to get him to go potty. We got peed on so many times. He wet so many underwear. Oh. And we had to cut them off. So we, we like, threw out so much of his underwear because we had to cut them off of him because we couldn't, like, move it past his knee. He had this huge ace bandage on. And he was just screaming out in pain. And then, like, they have a cup you can TT in. So I'm like, let's do the cup. You can stay in the bed and do it. And TT went everywhere. And... <laughs> Like, it was just, we were just in the trenches. I bet. Can you imagine, like, your four-year-old child? But it gave me, obviously, when you hear of parents in the hospital with their child that have either chronic illness or terminal illness or any of that, obviously, you feel for them. Your heart goes out for them. That's their life 24-7. But, like, it gave me so much more, like, of an idea of that. Speaking of, we have a friend who, and she's like a an acquaintance. She's not a close friend whatsoever. She's an acquaintance and her daughter had leukemia. Uh, Christina's daughter. Was it leukemia? McClung? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So it was like, it's like a rare form of leukemia is what she had. So they were in the hospital like all the Mm -hmm. time, you know, literally as soon as like I posted what was going on, she Venmoed me like 40 bucks because she knew, you know, like so sweet. So many people reached out, which was like the best thing ever. It makes you feel, I told Mandy and Stephanie, I was like, I just, I really, as crappy as this is, I really feel the love, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's such a nice feeling because this is your child, you know, like you want them to feel all these people caring for them. But it's like, she knows that like, Rather than saying, can I bring you dinner? She just sent money, right? you know, because mm-hmm. she knows because it's like, obviously, yes, we're facing all of these hospital bills that are going to start coming in. But on top of that, the stuff that we can't um, have help with insurance and like pay for later is like eating dinner tonight, eating yes. breakfast in the morning. Like you know? what comes next? All the extras. Did you have you and Ryan thought of all the things that y'all need to get done medically? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Since, no, since, Ryan yeah. was like, OK, like now that this has happened, like he's claiming you guys know he's claiming he's gonna go have his like nasal surgery yes. he needs so. to get a colonoscopy too I'm oh telling I you. know he like, does of I, all people especially I, I know I've like every time someone meets their deductible I'm always like go get a colonoscopy go That's, get like, all the things my soapbox that I stand on yeah it's true though like so many things are preventable mm-hmm. just go get checked out go to the dermatologist go like get everything checked out yeah 
Um, so that this weekend was also Valentine's Day. Did you have a good Valentine's Day? I know y'all celebrated. We celebrated the night before Valentine's Day. Because your mom had come into town. So yes, thank the Lord. So my dad was like coming to the hospital all the time, which was so great. And then my mom came in town. She was like, I can't stay away. Poor Ryan's mom. She lives in New York. And I can't imagine she was just like dying to come. She could, she can't just hop on a plane, you know? So my mom lives four hours away. She was like, all right, I'm out of here. And then came and stayed and you know, Zach was so happy. And then she was like, why don't you and Ryan go out to dinner? Um, you know, since I'm here or whatever. So that was like, so nice. So refreshing. I was like, oh, I really needed this, you know, to just go out and not worry about Zach, you know, he's taken care of. Yeah. And actually like spend time with Ryan because I'm not kidding you guys, this whole thing, as you can imagine with like traumatic things, it tested a lot. Mm -hmm. Ryan and I were, um, we we boiled over at one point like it got like pretty heated because we were it's like we were so stressed out and also scared and it's like you think that you'll be like more there for each other which we were but that was after things boiled over mm-hmm. we were just like screaming at each other because well, when you're so terrified about your child yeah it's hard to care for someone else's needs whenever your needs are so like elevated yeah um i imagine that so like, it was really like hard. that on top of you know i was like okay like what's going on like our marriage is is our marriage okay and then on top of this so I just felt like everything was like crumbling mm-hmm. and then the dogs are at home and like Jonathan's walking them and like letting them eat and stuff like that but y'all have your own life so it's like the girls were sleeping you know at home alone and like that we couldn't there's nothing else we can do so I just felt like everything was like falling apart mm-hmm. but then um you know after Zach's surgery and all that stuff it was like Ryan and I were like whispering while Zach was sleeping because we're all in the same freaking room and (laughs) we're like whispering and he's like, you know, I love you guys so much and I never want our family to like be apart and, you know, just all the things that, you know, you can imagine. But it really does like, even though you don't want it to or think it will, it's like we were like battling. Mm -hmm. We were like super combative. Yeah. Well, I mean, in a high stress high situation. Stress. Yeah. Um, I imagine that that's how it is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, Valentine's Day in our house, we did, um, you know, I just love, it's less about me. Like I don't care. All I really want is like a meal and Jonathan makes that kind of stuff anyway. So I love to do stuff for Charlie Mm -hmm. in this year for Thea. It's her first year. So Jonathan got them both flowers. Which is so sweet. Like if we had a girl, that would just be the ultimate. Oh, it's the best. And so we got them little goodies and like she woke up the next morning and was just so happy and was giving Thea all of her gifts. It was just, I just love any reason to like spoil. Oh yeah. Same. My kids. And like the kids are spoiled as is. I know. They don't single day but anything. I just one thing that I love mm-hmm. so much is like getting little goodies to put together yes. I just love that I love that's gonna end up on the dang floor I know it's all just you guys <laughs> for Zach's Valentine I got a basket together and <laughs> I posted a picture one of the things that we got him was a tape dispenser and then like a pack of scotch tape because he is like obsessed with just taping things and I have to show you the picture whenever we get off of here but it's just hilarious because he's like taping his stuffed animals like they look like they should come with a ransom note like they are literally like (laughs) legs taped together and like our whole house has tape going across it well when you had sent it to me you were like uh guess which thing is super random um, from his basket. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's obsessed with tape too. Uh-huh. So Charlie likes to do drawings and then tape them up on the to wall. The wall. Uh-huh. So that's just what I assumed. And then you send me a picture and he's like wrapping things. Yes, it literally <laughs> looked like a crime scene or something with scotch tape. It was so funny, but it made him so happy. And I told him, I said, Zach, this is all the tape that the store had. <laughs> so once this is gone, it's gone, gone. And then he said, okay, okay, I know. Okay. And I'm like, are you sure you don't want to save some? And he's like, no, no, this is good. You know? So he went through four rolls of scotch tape and he knows I'm like, don't tape it on the wall because it'll rip the paint off, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you can tape your stuffed animals or whatever. So anyway, after the fourth one, he comes around the corner and he has the poutiest face and he's like, all my tape is gone. And I said, I told you that would happen. I told you. And he said, can we get more? And I said, Walmart is out of tape. That was all I had. So I bought everything they had. He's like, well, what about Target? (laughs) And I said, Zach, I can't believe I have to sit here and argue with a four-year-old. I was like, Zach, I called Target 
I can't believe I do this. Zach, I called Target and they said they didn't have any tape. That's why I went to Walmart. And he's like, but they'll get more. And I was like, okay, enough, (laughs) enough. No. And like tape, I didn't realize was not cheap. It oh, cost, I wouldn't like, even know. Between the tape dispenser and the tape, it was like $18. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, this is crazy That's because ridiculous. it's gone within a couple hours, <laughs> you know? But you say it's like, I can't believe I have to do this. But with Zach, like you, like he needs explanations. He needs to know. And he I need like, to know. Even if it's a lie, he needs to know. I know. And I'm like, Zach, you're four. Like you're four. Can't you just play? Play. Don't worry about all this stuff. But he's like, so like he's he literally know analytical at Mm -hmm. four years old like he's like an engineer already i don't know it's crazy ridiculous engineers make really good money they do yeah um and (laughs) this for whatever reason this just popped into my head but um no none of these people listen to this but i'm gonna say it anyway just because i it made me so happy but yesterday the director at his school which he goes to school at fellowship of the parks church which is where mandy and jonathan attend church um, the director yesterday showed up with like a goodie basket with like Hot Wheels Aww. cars and a game and then like all the Valentines from both of his classes that they missed him so much. His teacher sent me a video of them going around the room and all the kids were saying, love you, Zach. We miss you, Zach. Aww. It was like, it Ooh, tell everybody about the day. video from John Michael. Oh, so um, this was really cool. So during Zach's surgery, this was like perfect timing. So I had already made a post kind of about on Facebook what was going on with him. And during surgery where I'm like literally just dying inside, I get a, I see my phone ringing and I'm like, what if this is the hospital? So I answer and it's my church. Um, it's a pastor there. And he's like telling, did he know from Facebook or I did think you post a prayer request? No, or? I think he saw it on Facebook through, cause I do have a couple of friends from church who work at church. Um, so I think like maybe they shared it with him or they, you know, whatever, but he called and he was like, you know, we heard that Zach's at the hospital, blah, blah, blah. And I just like started bawling. Cause he was, he was of course saying like, can I please pray for you? Mm-hmm. And they sent us like gift cards to get dinner. And, um, they sent him Tiff's treats today. Ryan just texted Aww. me that and said they sent him Tiff's treats. But anyway, like, to have your church, which we are like so in love with our church, to have them like praying for your family while your child is in surgery. Mm-hmm, that's that just meant everything to me. I, I was like goosebumps. bawling. I was mm-hmm. bawling like that they're praying while he's literally being operated on. I was just, I'm getting chills too. Um, so anyway, super amazing. And then another person from church called me, um, another pastor She's actually at like women's night. Her name's Pastor Samantha. Is she the one with the curly brown hair? Yeah. 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 So she called me too and she wanted to pray over the phone too, but she also wanted to come visit. So she was um, asking me to like let her know the next day when, when a good time would be to visit. So anyway, all of that happened. It was so amazing. Well, whenever Zach got out of surgery, I told him, I said, Zach, you know, all these people are asking about you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, the church even called and asked about you and prayed about you. And somebody from church wants to come visit tomorrow. And he goes, is it John Michael? Oh, he's (laughs) so so disappointed. (laughs) So if you guys don't know, John Michael is one of like our worship leaders at church. And I've talked about him on here before, but he's just like a young, he's like 20, early 20s. Um, you know, he, he's popular on TikTok. He, he has a huge following on TikTok and Instagram, but he's a worship leader at our church and he, you know, puts out amazing music that he produces on his own. And we're just listening to him like 24 seven. That's all Zach asks for. Can we listen to John Michael? And then like, he's met him before after a worship night, I took him back into the sanctuary and he met him and took a picture with him. And Zach is it's just like his idol. So of course he's like, is it John Michael? Well, I reached out to John Michael the next day and I told him kind of what was going on. And I was like, if, you know, if you have any free time at all to send Zach a message, like a video and just say, you know, to be strong and everything's going to be okay, blah, blah, blah. So um, he did, which was amazing. He sent me a message that he was just like, being so sweet to Zach and saying like, I'm so proud of you and you're so strong and you know, you're going to get better and blah, blah, blah. And Zach just lit up. I took a video of Zach watching it so I could send it back to him. And yeah, it was like everything. To I him. know he was like, can I watch it again? Yeah. And he wanted to watch it on repeat, which is so funny. Cause I'm not kidding. Like every single time 
he's like, can we have a dance party? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, can I ask Google for John Michael? <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. So it was just really sweet because yeah. that's like legit his idol. So oh, super sweet to do. Yeah. And just for the church, like I know that churches do that. I totally get that. But I was just really caught off guard, mm-hmm. you know, and like Samantha came up there and prayed over. We were like all holding hands and praying over him while we were in the playroom with the, um, therapy dog that was there and it was just like so sweet it was the best yeah yeah i just love it whenever churches do that yeah and like the school that he goes to y'all's church they don't have to no they don't have to but like the school that he goes to which is mandy and jonathan's church like you know to bring all of these things by and just say how much they miss him and like if we need anything and you know they care because like y'all don't attend the church Mm -mm. you go to the school and so they they don't care who you are they'll take care of you you know and like one of the teachers that he has right now is a sub because um his main one of his main teachers is out because she just had a baby and like the sub sent me a text and was like hey i hope it's okay that i'm sending you this text message but the class really wanted to send him the video and so she like sent it to me that way and i was like of course like this is the best thing ever like it's not about like the toys and the gifts but like when people were like bringing cupcakes or like sending a toy or sending a balloon like he because, yeah they just, love him yeah and he just felt so good like it just makes you like realize like who is there you know is so yeah, sweet yeah so the best sweet um so you have watched the bachelor this week yes i watched it okay. last night so i have heard quite a few like because i follow some bachelor pages and um you guys i think we had talked about her before christina from the bachelor yes because she's a pink lily model yeah she's a pink lily model she's very funny she's outgoing um very pretty um all the things well it's like rumored that their um bachelor is trying to like groom all of the audience members for her to be the bachelorette Uh uh-huh because you know they never put people's last names they put her first and her last name whenever she would be interviewed. That's in the interesting. Interview room. And, I didn't notice. And if there are two Christinas or two Sarahs, they always put the last initial. Right. But it's so weird that they put her last name. So people are speculating that she's going to be the next bachelorette and people are trying to, or their bachelor is trying to like inundate us with. Prep us. Yeah. Getting to know her and getting to like her. Mm-hmm. So she'll be the next bachelorette which i i mean i could see that and she has like a little four-year-old daughter at home and um even people had said this i forget where but um if y'all watch bachelor they related her to emily maynard yes um just with being like a single mom and you know so yeah i mean we'll see she ended up i would enjoy watching her she got sent home i mean zach the bachelor he doesn't put up with like anything which is great no drama but like even it's like he obviously there was like some drama kind of surrounding her a little bit she made some comments that i don't feel like were malicious at all i feel like it was just someone took it the wrong way but because it was brought to him he was just like i don't want to deal i feel like he even like maybe had warned all of them about that because I think that's why she was freaking out so yeah. much because I was like her reaction is kind of like dramatic and I think it's maybe because he was like hey if there's any drama or if people come to me and say something about you like right I'm not dealing with it right that's the only thing I can think of and there's been two episodes since we last talked to you guys so the same thing actually happened in this week's episode with someone else it's and like there was like drama surrounding too. someone else somebody else was talking about at least maybe we'll have Instagram followers after this. Like that is not I something. I feel as though that's like a normal comment that someone would make. Mm-hmm. Like, cause obviously only one girl is going to come away being his fiance mm-hmm. for two weeks. And you, you're still not looking ahead. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Maybe um, later. I probably maybe right before hometowns. Yeah. Maybe I'll look. Um, cause I always want to know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't be so wait till the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he is literally, and I kind of like, I'm liking him. I don't find him attractive, right? but I do like how he is. I feel like he's there to find someone. And I feel like all the past bachelors, they're not emotionally stable enough to have a relationship after the show mm-hmm. like they do, they're like oh this is great i get to like i feel like zach would people. fight for his relationship i think so too it would be up to the girl to also fight with him mm-hmm. you know for the rela- relationship and who knows if whoever he chooses it will 
want to. Yeah. Um, but I feel like all the other bachelors that have come through, like they're not ready for what the bachelor really is. Agree. I feel like it was just like thrown on them and they're like, yeah, that sounds cool. Cause like Clayton, he's like, he picked That's someone. That's what I was thinking of too in like, my mind. I don't know who I am. Like then why the heck were you even on the show? Right. If you don't even know who you are. Right. Ugh. I feel like Zach is taking it very seriously and truly like what he wants. And he's such a nerd. So he Mandy really and I is. both agree. Like she was saying, we don't find him attractive. He's an attractive guy. We don't find him attractive, but um, he's very like goofy and he makes like some cheesy comments, but he yes. is like a very nice guy. Very put together. Like I'm glad they, they chose someone like that because I feel like that's what's been lacking. Totally. It's like a genuine person. Yeah. Agree. And he's very genuine. Whenever he said, I'm a Bahama Papa looking for my Bahama Mama. I was like, oh my gosh. There's so many cheesy lines. But yeah, he seems like super like when there's been a couple girls who have like shared like really um like traumatic things that they've been through and you can tell like he's so genuine about yes, his reaction cares. yes to like what they've gone through and everything and then obviously sending women away who there's drama surrounding he's like i'm not even gonna deal you know yeah so yeah, yeah i've been really enjoying it mm -hmm. um because nick Bial, um i was listening to his podcast well i wasn't listening to his podcast but you know how on instagram they'll do bits and pieces of it so yeah. i was listening to that and he was like i think uh the bachelor was kind of just chose him because like put your money where your mouth is because everyone has been asking for like yes, a nice guy totally but he he like is like he's so boring mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah but like normal people aren't like like all these f boys that they've been choosing, right. like yeah, like maybe they might be entertaining, but like right, they're not there. And can we just talk about? I was watching last night, and I do this every time. Oh, side note, and this has to do with it. Side note, I ate so much in the hospital. I feel like I gained like twenty pounds <laughs> because like that's all we would do is like sit around and eat, mm -hmm. and I just feel like so yucky. And <laughs> it was great while it was happening; the food was good. But um, anyway, watching last night, and I do this every season, but last night specifically, I was like, "These girls, how do they have such beautiful skin? Their skin is so pretty. They're like in the Bahamas, so you can see like the glow, the glisten from sweat. If I, I would be drenched. I would yes. have sweat rolling down my face. My, my makeup would, would be, be going everywhere. My hair would be yucky. Yes, but no. they have beautiful skin. Is that a requirement to be a contestant? It must be. I've never but seen anyone Charity with ugly looks skin. looks like a Barbie doll. Yeah. Like a Barbie doll. Yeah. Like I, she looks as though she just got out of a box yeah no She's i agree so pretty yeah but yeah everyone has wonderful skin like do they ever get zits i don't understand and there's no filter. nobody has any pimples yeah that's the thing like pictures can definitely alter someone's appearance but like if you're on tv like you can't change someone's face like my face looks nothing like that they must i have look like good skincare routine i guess but like is it required to be on there? Like everyone literally looks like they're in a miss america pageant i know and their bodies too mm -hmm. like they they all look just wonderful. crazy. It is yeah. bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So do we want to do the questions? That yeah, people let's ask? do some questions. Yeah. So really quick while Mandy's pulling up questions. So you guys submitted questions and we got, so, we got quite a few, um, maybe cause you guys missed us over the last yes. couple of weeks, but, um, really quick want to tell you, so our husbands, they work for the same company and we found out that they're doing one of their like big trade show events in Vegas this year, which we knew, and like sometimes like the wives can tag along, like we won't see them very much, but we can still like go and stay in the hotel and like do whatever, go to the pool. To the pool. So it's in Vegas. And we were like thinking about going like, yeah, of course, like that, let's go to Vegas. Well, we found out. So every single time they have a final night party and I've been a couple of times and one time the final night party was like. It was like a concert with uh, Mark McGrath. Yes, and I was say, what was that? Somebody, the main singer from Collective Soul. It was like this cool concert. And sometimes the final night party, I can't remember. It was something else. Anyway, they're all like cool, you guys. I'm so pumped about we this. We found out that their final night party in Vegas is boys to men. Can dun, you even? Dun, dun, dun. 
Pia just popped her head up. Can you even believe that? So we are like, oh, we are going. Yes. Mandy and I are like, we are out of here. <laughs> so Jonathan, I told him I was like. Pregnant or not? I go, we're going. Or I go, I'm going. And he goes, Wait, well, I haven't been like asked to oh, go he's going. yet. And I go, I don't care. Yeah, we're no, going. we're going. Yeah. Like, even if you don't, like there's someone sneaking us in. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like flights to Vegas are so cheap. Like yes. y'all can even. Room. Okay. So hypothetically, y'all could stay in our room and flights are super cheap and then you could get somebody's like pass for the final night party because not everyone wants to go and do that kind of thing but he's he'll end up being invited and then him and i'll go he would yeah but i'm so pumped like even if i'm pregnant which i mean hopefully i am still hasn't happened for anyone who's wondering and i was supposed to have like a consult or like not even a consult i've had my consult have um like an appointment for Ryan and I for them to like figure out if anything is wrong. Yeah, Yeah. all the testing and stuff. And it was scheduled, but then they had like a scheduling issue. So right now it's kind of pushed to March. So yes, super important. But at the same time with everything that's gone on this week, I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll worry about that. I need to call them and worry about it later to breathe yeah on it. so but yeah so vegas. plan is to go to vegas oh, and go so see boys to men i'm really excited oh i cannot wait yeah okay so the first question is who are your best friends you go first <laughs> what if you're like this person this person this person and that's it not you I'm like oh yeah so obviously rachel and stephanie and then um i have like Courtney, I would say she's one of my best friends, even though I don't see her very often. You have often. some that transcend yes. the time. Yes, Lauren, like people that I know that I can always go to. Mm-hmm. Kelly, like all of my longtime best friends that yeah. I don't get to see very often, but like I love them. But yeah, you and Stephanie are probably like my go-to best yeah. friends. Probably are. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I, I would say are. so. <laughs> no, um, so... Yeah, if we're just talking about like female best friends, because my mom is like one of my best friends. Oh, and yeah. same for your mom. Um. But anyway, you, Stephanie, Kaylee, um, Brittany, and my friend Elisa, she's like my best friend that's transcended time because yes. we've been friends since we were eight. But yeah, those are like my go-tos. Okay. This one I really liked. How has infertility struggles impacted your relationships with your husbands? You go first. Okay. So I would say um, at first when we didn't know w- that we were having issues when we were trying to get pregnant, I would say it was a struggle because I was trying to um, have our um, activities like planned out, which is like, you know, that's not sexy, but like if whenever you're trying to get pregnant, it's not easy. Even for people who aren't having issues, it's not that easy. So like you have to plan it out. You have to know when you're ovulating and you have to kind of do it on certain days. Right. And it just wasn't sexy. So it was always kind of like a battle to um, do it at the right time. Um, But after once we found out that um, like, I feel like our miscarriage also brought us closer together. And I feel like after our miscarriage, Jonathan was kind of like, oh, maybe something is wrong. Right. Um, and it kind of made him see. So once I was like, well, we're going to the doctor. Like, he never gave me any sort of, like, grief or, like, maybe we shouldn't. Like, it was yeah. just all like, okay, like, then we're going to do it. So that was really nice to, like, have his support. Because mm-hmm. if I didn't have his support, I would maybe question myself and yeah. my instincts. So I'm glad. Um, So but once we found out like what our issues were, I think the only problem we had was him not wanting to take his dang supplements, (laughs) which he didn't have to do. Obviously, like it was just like the doctor was like, "Eh, this could possibly help help." something, you know. So um, but other than that, like, I feel like he was so supportive through the fertility journey. Like he gave me all of my shots. Yeah. Um, It was funny because when her medications and stuff showed up, he's like, do I have to take any of that? And (laughs) she's like, "Mm." No, I could have. All you had to take were those vitamins that are sitting over there in the freaking cabinet. <laughs> Forty dollars a dang bottle uh-huh. and they're over there. Um, but yeah, he uh, was so good about all of that and like whenever because obviously going through that you're getting all of these hormones pumped through your body um you're obviously going to be more emotional than you typically are. Um, so he was very helpful with that or not helpful but like he didn't make me feel bad for getting emotional Mm -hmm. which is good because like 
it's one of those things like even like, like help it. even during pregnancy and stuff like people see pregnant people all the time but like if you're not pregnant or you've never been pregnant you don't realize like truly like the emotional like hormonal warfare that's going mm-hmm. on inside of your body you know yeah. so with your fertility drugs like that's on a whole nother level and I feel like you really kept it together I know yeah because it really wasn't as hard of a process as I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. like I thought I was going to be like a raging like hormonal mess Mm-hmm. whenever it was just like if something put me over the edge yeah. then I would be but it was for the most part pretty good so like I feel like once like it brought us closer together which is it, good. it made us have to be a team yeah totally um and I relate to what you were saying happened in the beginning so that's the point we're at right now we've been trying for about a year and um yeah just like the scheduling you know every month it's like you're watching the calendar you're watching these ovulation tests and like even the other day for example it's like okay I knew I was going to be ovulating soon and so I was like let me start taking the test because I know it's coming up soon took the test and guess what it says I'm ovulating right now so it's like we were missing that window and then lo and behold a day or two later is when we were taking Zach to the ER so it's like everything happens for a reason and it's funny because that night we got our solid smiley face last week and I told Ryan I was like listen we can give it a whirl but something is telling me and I told him this something is telling me not to try this cycle and not saying like maybe we would have gotten pregnant I don't know but then two days later Zach's whole thing and just Mm -hmm. you know this whole mess of stuff and so um yeah it's like it's there's been times where you know because a lot of it's up to the guy to be able to perform you know what I mean so I feel like turned on by a schedule yeah you know like and like you can't get pregnant yeah and that's like normal like I mean that's got to be really tough like mentally on on guys too so like we're both are going through these things and yeah just trying to like because you wanted to still Mm -hmm. be like intimate not just a requirement yeah you know what I mean you have to do it so yeah it's <clears throat> it's been tough but we're working all through it um okay how did you come up with your boutique name <laughs> which is so funny we thought of so many different names oh and I kept gosh. like I I'm like the visual visual person so I kept making graphics of just like the the name on a graphic of something so we had we had thrown out like cute closet or you know I can't even think of different ones I can't remember at all what we did but for some reason I was just like closing my eyes and I was on the couch Um, (laughs) yeah and I was thinking of um the word chic Mm -hmm. and I was like what would go with chic and I was just like sitting there yeah like meditating on it and it just came out of my head and Mm -hmm. I typed it to Rachel and she was like yes oh my gosh and I was like thank god the best part is though Mandy still has the screenshot of Uh when she like came up and came up with and suggested that name so we still have it and she sent it to me not that long ago a couple months ago a screenshot and I was reading it I was like what is this I was like I didn't know what it was and it was us coming up with the name I know. And well, what it was so pressuring to get our name because we couldn't do any of the legal paperwork in, without a That's name. one of the first things you have to do. Yeah. Like, and if you can't come up with a stupid name, that's why like a lot of people, um, they come up with an okay name and then they end up changing it later because they never really liked it. So um, we wanted it to be like for sure. Yes. Not just, okay, this is cute for now. For now. Yeah. And we had to make sure it wasn't a domain yet. We had to make sure that... Um, another person hadn't trademarked Trademarked it. it. So like we had to make sure that it was, so it was perfect. And then we had to make sure that no one else had it, Mm -hmm. which we need to trademark it. I know it's Uh, just you guys like trademarking is one of the most important things in your brand because truly someone tomorrow could come up with the name and decide to trademark it. And then we have to change our whole, even though we've had it for three years, we'd have to change everything. Yeah. So Uh, we need to trademark it. It's just not cheap to do. So we're like, okay, we will. Okay. We will at some point. Okay. We will. And we haven't yet and thank god like there's other cheeky chics out there but it's not trademarked there's mm-hmm. like cheeky chic kids clothing and you know other things but oh my baby <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry okay here is the next question what do you love about yourself Mandy, you go first. Okay. I always love hearing other people's answers. It's kind of like, how are you dressing for dinner tonight? Like, I need to know how you're dressing so I know how to dress. Yes. Like, it's the same thing. Okay, so I would say what I love about myself is something, like, I was not always like this, but I think just, like, 
trusting in the bigger plan. Like, I feel like we've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. but like, I have a whole lot of faith in things working out the way that they're supposed to. And I kind of just hold on to that. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that about myself a lot. And I know like something else about you is just like being able to like focus on what's right in front of you, Mm -hmm. you know, and like not let all these other things bother you that are going on. And it's just funny because I'm still so shook over your answer a couple weeks ago about like crying in high school, yes, (laughs) like crying in the halls, crying in class. Oh, I've changed over time. Yeah, it's uh, matured. Yes, a whole lot because. I I actually like learned through high school that like everything like turned out wonderful the Mm -hmm. way it was supposed to. So like I need to stop like getting so upset with what is happening because it's just going to end up being okay, being and being what it's going to be. Yeah. And usually it's better than what I ever like. And crying and worrying doesn't change anything. That's what I've been telling myself this year. Um, I my favorite thing about myself. Um. I don't know. I feel like I'm a nice person. You are very nice. You, you know what? I don't you, know. you light up a room. I light up a room. Mandy and I were talking about this, you guys. Every single time we watch Dateline, they're like, this person lit up the room. They are just like the spark, the sunshine. And I'm like, well, you know, I guess it's a good thing we're not like that because yes. we'd end up on the show. Because it seems yeah. like everyone who's on Dateline lit up the room what what's that <laughs> meme like tell t- uh 2020 i had two friends and a smart mouth <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so funny um yeah i i um i don't know i truly do like a lot of things about myself i i'm like secure in who i am and i i love who i am even though i have like all these different quirks and things and you, you know, wouldn't want to be anyone else. I, w- I really Me wouldn't either. yeah i wouldn't want to be anyone else so i love myself for everything no. for for all my for all the things, things. yes um, what skincare and makeup do we use? Um, I use for makeup. Most of my stuff is Mary Kay. Um, I had this like preconceived notion that Mary Kay is just for old women and it's expensive and blah, blah, blah. Well, then my neighbor moved in a few years ago, driving a pink Cadillac. And I was like, oh Lord, she's going to come knocking on my door. And she did. And I told yes. Mandy, I was like, I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to do it. Like blah, blah, blah. Well, then when I started looking at the prices and then I actually tried the products, I realized I was like, wow, this is like actually good stuff and it's not expensive. Yeah, it's so cheaper than probably what you were using. Yes, totally. So anyway, most of my makeup is Mary Kay. I have a couple drugstore things. And then my skincare is kind of like hodgepodge. It's like all over the place, but it's like more like medium to high end kind of stuff just because skincare is so important. It really and is. And I told you guys on The Bachelor, all these women have beautiful skin and I'm like using all this stuff and I still look the way that I do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, my skincare is kind of like a hodgepodge as well. Yeah. Like I just use regular And you old, use good stuff though. Like, I use like Cetaphil is what I use. Cetaphil, yeah. Cetaphil mm-hmm. is what I use to wash my face because mm-hmm. I've heard dermatologists say that like that's all you need. Mm-hmm. And then I use vitamin well because I have melasma which is super annoying um so I can't do use retinol which I would typically use um if I wasn't pregnant or breastfeeding and then um I use vitamin c and just a random and that's what I do too yeah vitamin c is huge yeah Um, micellar water and then my makeup though is what I was supposed to be showing y'all the other day when I was doing the (laughs) get ready with me but my uh video never started recording we're like trying to do all these things to make reels like we've told you guys just because that's what's popular and Mandy had like recorded her whole makeup routine and then realized it wasn't filming. I was about to blend it all together and I looked down and there was no counting you know like whenever you do the video Uh there's numbers and I was like are you freaking kidding Uh me? So um, but I use the Saint makeup which is formerly known as mascara Mm -hmm. so and and you had said that the other day and I didn't realize that that's the name that it changed to I didn't know they were the same thing they are the same thing they're like a cream sort of makeup and it's like so easy like five minute makeup and that's what I need because I don't know how to do anything with Mm -hmm. makeup well and when Mandy like really started like using her saint stuff I even told her I go did you do something different today because like she had like contour and blush and highlight and all this stuff but saint is so cool I haven't used it yet but it's so cool because it's like one palette Mm -hmm. it's like one freaking thing whereas my makeup kit is like 
millions of things, a caboodle of things. Yes. Yeah. So I really, really like that. So it's on my to-do list to show you guys how I do my makeup. Yeah. If you care to know, Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's so not even like the way you're supposed to, you can go to the website and they'll show you. But it's like the lazy girls version, you know, because you don't know how to do it and you do it and it looks great, but it's like perfect for people. So it could look even better if you do it. Yeah. Perfect for people who don't really know what they're doing. Like you can still do Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, And I meant to say too, with my skincare stuff, one of the brands that I really, really love is Sunday Riley. So that's like the main thing that I use for skincare. And then like Mandy said, micellar water. I love that stuff. Um, But Sunday Riley is like the main thing. And I just started using an ice roller. Have you ever? I've seen those. Okay. So I just started using it like morning and night and it's like so cold at first. But um, whenever I'm done, I just, I don't know. It like, I feel... It probably takes your inflammation down. It does. And it just feels like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like moving everything around. Supposedly it like helps move your blood, blood around. Flow, yeah. And yeah. So anyway, I've been doing it for a few days. So I'll give you guys an update on that. Um, biggest red flag. You know, one of my biggest red flags is because when I met Ryan, this is one, the first thing that I did, I went to go find his Facebook. I want to see what you're sharing on Facebook. If you're sharing things that are super racist or Mm -hmm. sharing things that are like making people uncomfortable, political things that are just like, you're stupid if you don't feel the same way I do. I feel like a huge red flag is like how someone is on social media, because that's just like scratching the surface of how they really are. Yes. You know? Yeah. They're probably even worse. If they'll share that on social media, then who knows what they'll say. Yeah. Not on there. My biggest red flag is how someone, this could be like for friendships too, not even for Mm -hmm. like men, but how someone treats um, servers, servers. I knew you were going to say that because mm-hmm. same for me, yes. like, or how you tip yes. or, um, if you're mean to servers or, um, just how, or if you're like constantly not like never like, happy, never happy anywhere we go. I'm like, okay, we can't be yeah. going out together. Like, can anymore. you, I just can't imagine. And I don't know if anyone experiences this, but going to a restaurant and like, no matter what you order, no matter where you go, it's like, this isn't good enough. This isn't cooked the right way. This isn't this. They didn't you bring send it, out it back in the right way. Yeah. Like, I just, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Same. Um, So that's like my biggest red flag. Like Like, if you go on your first date with someone and it's like, oh, this isn't this, this isn't this. I would get up and I'd go to the bathroom and never come back. Never come back. I would never come back. No, that sounds awful. Um, Okay. And, oh, you know what? I want to say something that goes along with this. Have you heard of the ick? So I just heard about this like two weeks ago and all I've been hearing about is the ick. Mm-hmm. It's basically where you're like dating someone and all That's of a like sudden- That's like the red flag, yeah, right? Or it's all I did sudden, hear someone they say do that. something, but it's not a red flag. It's more of something like silly that I they heard do. it on The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise or something. Yeah. They were talking about the ick. And so I was thinking, I was like, what is like the craziest thing that has given me the ick where I'm like, okay, we can't date run. anymore. Yeah. And um, one was whenever I was in high school and he dyed his hair black for football. So it wasn't <laughs> yeah. even like for like to keep it long term. He dyed it for a football game and I was like, okay, we're done. And I broke up with him. That is so funny. Yeah. Like, what is your, like, have you ever gotten the ick with someone and you're like, okay, we can't, can't see or you ghosted them after that? I can't think of anything in particular, but truly the only time I've that I remember in my like life of just being totally turned off is I've given my number out and I've said this in a past podcast, but like I would go to the bars with my brother and we would just like hang out and have fun. And then like guys would ask for my number and I would give it to them and then they would like harass me. Yes. Like, like continuing. text constantly. Mm-hmm. And like with Ryan, cause I gave my number to Ryan at a bar and he said one thing that night that I had a pretty smile and that I didn't hear from him for like a month. <laughs> so that was like perfect. <laughs> No, but like seriously, like harassing, like saying, like when you push and push and push, like you're making me say stop. Like I remember this one guy who was like, you know, thanks for talking to me, blah, blah, blah. Do you want to go out to dinner? And I was like, yeah, you know, maybe. And then like, you know, he just kept pushing. And then he's like, do you want to come over to my house and watch a movie? Anyway, just like the forcing, like I just, I'm not, if, if I'm into you, you'll know. Yes, you will know. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Are you close with your parents? Um, yes, I'm close with my parents in different ways. I have totally different relationships with my parents, but I'm close to them. Yeah, I am very close to my mom. Um, she's like my best friend. Love her. Um, she's like the best person in the world with my dad. It's very cats in the cradle. 
um, if you know that song at all. Um, so wait, what? I don't, so I know the song, but what does that mean? Um, very like um, contentious. Like you, uh, I want your attention. I want your attention. And then he finally realizes when he's older that he wants a relationship with his oh, son, but now his son okay. is too busy, sort oh, of thing. I didn't know that. That's what that was about. Yeah. Cats in the cradle and the silver. <laughs> yeah, thing. I know the song and the man in the moon. I knew no. that, but I had no idea that's what that was about. Yeah, yeah, it's a really sad song. Um, but yeah, so like my dad, like we have like an I, we talk once a week, but nothing. Like, that is a story for like another surface podcast. level kind of. Yeah, 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 very surface level. But yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> I think this is the last one. Are you judgmental? I can be. Yeah, I it mean, depends. we can be. I feel like we give people the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, like, I don't yeah. know. How do you explain it? I feel like we give people the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, like, we see things quickly. <laughs> yes, like, we know. We're a good like, judge of character. Yes. Like, like we'll we, treat people kind. Yeah, and we'll, but we really, but we like, know. <laughs> yeah, we know what's going on. We ain't no dummies. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> we, we're seasoned. We know. Yeah, we like, know what's we up. We know what's going on. Yeah, that's um, so funny. Okay, so that's the last question. Um, How much longer do we have? Um, We're, like, right at the end. We're right at an hour. So a couple things I did want to say. We do have a pop-up this weekend, which we're so excited about. We haven't had any pop-ups since December. And this one is at Timber Creek High School. It's this Saturday, and it is all freaking day. And we usually do well at Timber Creek. Yeah. So we did the same exact event last year, but it's called like Crowd Pleasers. It's like a dance competition. And so literally like all these dancers come and all their families come. And it is 13 hours that we'll be trying to sling clothes. Yes. So and baby Thea will be there right with and us. Thea will be employee. there. I told her I was like, listen, if she's going to come with us, let's just use it to our advantage. Yes, <laughs> Get it. Get everyone to come over to our little booth. Um, so yeah, really excited about that. Um, this is such a bummer. Okay, so with Zach being in the hospital and everything, we missed going to Titanic. Yes. Such a bummer. And I had bought tickets for me, Mandy, and Kaylee. Bought tickets. They will not refund my money. And I'm like, That's but ridiculous. listen. I need to Venmo you. No, I'm like, but listen, we're going to go see it. Like, I want to go see it. Can you, know you just Do transfer? a chargeback. Ooh, do a chargeback. Yeah, chargeback. Like this was fraudulent. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like, please, like I, I'm not like I'll show you. And I was like, I have a hospital note. I'll show that to you. I have a doctor's. Note, I have a please. doctor's note. Um, and like we want to go see it. So Mandy, Stephanie, and I were talking about going to see it tonight. And I was like, they won't refund me. So I'm like being stubborn. I'm like, I'm not going to pay for another ticket. Um, so anyway, we are going to go to dinner tonight, which I'm really excited about. I need mm-hmm. some girl time. Kaylee would go too, but Kaylee is going on a cruise tomorrow. Oh, so freaking jealous. Um, and also while Zach was down and out, I missed my death cab concert. I was going to say Coldplay. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Such a bummer, but they're touring again pretty soon actually. Cause it's like an anniversary tour. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I, I need to try and see if I can get my money back for that. I'm just like, <sighs> so bummed I you know, know obviously mommy mommy Rachel comes first before everything but just all these things I'm like no <laughs> so Zach is doing good though he is hobbling around his stitches look wonderful he's taking antibiotics three times a day for the next couple of weeks I'm planning to send him to school on Monday <laughs> actually no it's president's day <laughs> so Tuesday <laughs> so Tuesday it was so funny I was talking to the school director when she came out yesterday And I was like, I'm planning on sending Zach like tomorrow. It's been since the freeze in his hospital. It's been two weeks and (laughs) school is out on Monday. So um, I'm planning on sending him Tuesday. I pray all goes well. This little boy needs to get his booty back in school. Uh, But he is doing really good. He's in great spirits. He hasn't had any pain medicine since we left the hospital. So just taking those antibiotics and making sure his little stitches heal. And if y'all just continue to pray and send good vibes. So we really enjoyed this episode. It's been so nice to talk to y'all because it's funny when we're sitting here talking to each other. Like I said, we talk to each other all the time, but like talking to it's like we're talking to you guys, even though you can't respond in the moment. I know, but you can. But you can. So, yes, please, if you have anything to add or say, send us a message. And as always, be kind and dress cute. Bye. Bye.